0: Hi, I'm Darren Steele and this is Think Queerly, where my intention for the show is to help you to show up in the world with humility, impartiality, open-mindedness, compassion, and without contention. Now, the latter is sometimes very difficult, and my approach as a coach Self mastery is an intersection of self examination, the neuroscience of transformational coaching, and my ongoing study and contemplation of the Tao Teaching, which forms the foundation of the philosophy I'm developing for human heartedness in, in personal leadership, how we lead our lives. Now, this morning I was reading an article that was published on Medium um, by The Atlantic titled Religious Equality is Transforming American Law. The idea that people of faith must be protected from discrimination, even when that means they themselves will discriminate against others, and how that's gaining traction in the courts. This is something that is very important for me to talk about, and something that has bothered me for very some time, going back a couple of years to the uh, the uh, cake bakers the pastry chefs in the U.S. a couple of them that refused to bake cakes for I think a gay and a lesbian wedding and you know there's 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 certainly a discussion to be had around just that you know does somebody not want to bake a cake for someone because they don't like who they are that is a discussion I'm not going to get into here because I can see how there can be a balanced discussion had about the rightness or the wrongness of that the let's call it the properness or the humanity that might be lacking in saying i'm not going to bake a cake for you because i don't like who you are but whether or not that's right or wrong is is a particular discussion focused just on that what i want to talk about here is something that is much more profound much more problematic and much more important to one's existence as a human being especially someone who is considered part of a marginalized group be that a queer person someone lgbtq a person of color so let me read the first paragraph um from this article and of course i'm not making a critique of the article because this is just um kind of like a an editorial piece uh, by author Zalman Rothschild. So the first um, paragraph summarizes what's going on, that the U.S. Supreme Court is poised to decide a case this term that once again pits religious freedom against the rights of the LGBT community. Earlier this month, Justice Clarence Thomas, in a concurrence written on behalf of himself and Justice Samuel Alito, attacked Obergefell versus Hodges, the decision that established a constitutional right to LGBTQ marriage. His criticism revolved around its cost to religious opponents. If gay couples have a constitutional right to marriage, the thinking goes, Those who oppose gay marriage on religious grounds may be compelled to assist such marriages despite their sincerely held religious convictions, to the contrary. This, in turn, makes it increasingly difficult to participate in society. Thomas expressed his wish that when there is a clash, religious freedom should outweigh LGBTQ rights. Okay, let me read that last sentence one more time, because this is the crux of the argument and the problem. So Justice Clarence Thomas of the United States Supreme Court expressed his wish that when there is a clash, religious freedom should outweigh LGBTQ rights. Now, the old Darren would want to swear, <laughs> left, up, down, right, um, and have a temper tantrum about that, but that's not going to change anything. So instead, I wrote something this morning that there is a profound difference between human rights and religious beliefs. This is a case of apples and oranges. Okay, this isn't a case where we can compare two apples and say, this apple has red skin, It's more like uh, a traditional red apple, and this is a Granny Smith apple, which is more of a yellowish green skin. But they are both apples. This is not the case. We cannot compare existential human rights with a belief. So let's break it down. You can believe in yourself. You can believe in yourself that you're a good person, that you're going to do great things in life. You can believe in yourself in the sense of having self-esteem and, and love for who you are. You can believe that you'll get a promotion, that you'll get that job you're really vying for, that you've been applying to for some time and having meetings with the potential people who could hire you. You can believe that you will accomplish your goal to write your book and have it published by one of the top five publishing houses and have it become a New York Times bestseller. You can also believe that there's a human-like being that you call God. But this is my belief now, that you cannot prove to exist. And... This, of course, would go into another direction, another conversation. So I can also believe that there is no God. And I can temper that statement of what belief is. And it's worth talking about what is belief. Belief is an acceptance that a statement is true or that something exists. Like you can believe in the value of hard work. You can believe in yourself, like I said earlier. Or it's trust, faith, confidence in someone or something, like a belief in democratic politics, which probably a lot of Americans are really questioning right now. You can believe in the ideals and the ideas of the democratic process, but you might question, uh, is it even going to get us where we want to go? So belief and human rights are not the same thing. I can have the freedom to express that I don't believe there's such a thing as a god, but I don't explain that I'm an atheist. I don't even call myself that anymore. I just don't see any existence for a higher being in the sky. And I don't see in nature something that would make sense to me, that there's a single human-like anthropomorphized being in the sky who acts in a way that's just far too human We can't understand how nature works and the natural order of things and the way things work in the universe. We're constantly developing new scientific explanations of things because it is beyond our capacity. We are limited in what we can understand about how the world works. So why would there be a being just like us to make all of this, this world that we live in? It doesn't make sense to me. So let's come to the existential aspect of this. I am a human being. I am a man. If we want to get more specific, I'm a cis man. I'm also a man who is gay. Those are the characteristics of who I am as a human being. I'm a human being who is male, who is cis male, and who is gay. I don't know if it's nature or nurture, but it sure as hell feels natural to me that I'm gay. It doesn't feel unnatural to me. That I am gay is not a belief. I don't believe I'm gay. I am. It is. I am gay, therefore I am. You don't have to like me because I'm Shorter at five foot eight inches. I remember some time ago on a dating app many, many years ago, somebody said to me, Oh, you're too short. I don't like short guys. They all have Napoleon complexes. There's an example of someone who was prejudiced against short people. He didn't like short people. You don't have to like me because my hair is dark brown when you prefer blondes. You don't have to like me because maybe you're 30 years old and I'm almost 55. You also don't have to like me because I'm gay. But where belief comes into this problematic equation of trying to compare religious beliefs with human rights is the belief that we must all respect the integrity of every single human being to exist. We are all connected, and that's not a cliché. My study of the Tao Te Ching over the last six-plus months has made something very clear to me. What a lot of religions are, I think, trying to express at at their core is this this oneness, this connectedness, and... um, psychologists or i guess carl jung would have talked about the universal consciousness and there's this idea that we are somehow all connected well as human beings we all come from the same place this planet earth we all come from the same molecular and and genetic aspects that somehow come together that create us we are all organic organic interacting creatures, entities that exist on this planet and are part of the whole system. So it's only a belief, an intellectual construct of the mind that says that faggot over there, that tranny over there doesn't deserve to have the same human rights that I have. Because the argument now that's trying to be made is that religious equality should be an equality, and it should never be an equality. Religion is a choice. Religion in and of itself is a thought process, an ideology, a dogma. Like a political system, if you decide that you're going to be a Republican, or a Democrat, or a liberal in Canada, or a conservative, or follow the Bloc Québécois. That is a choice. That is an ideology. That is a way of thinking. That is a way of aligning how you have your thought processes. That is the exact same thing for having faith, that you're putting your belief into something that you cannot substantiate, but you have decided that you're okay with that. That is not equality. That is a freedom of how you think that is a freedom of the choices that you make about how you are going to think and how you are going to show up in the world with particular moral frameworks, how you're going to respond to individuals, who you're going to like, what groups you're going to belong to, and who you're basically going to say you don't belong. And so that's the real problem that's happening at the level of the courts that surprises me that these justice justices do not see this contradiction, that this is not a fair Comparison, that there is no such thing logically in my mind as a religious equality. Could there be religious discrimination? Absolutely. A Catholic who says Islam is wrong, a Buddhist who says, "Oh, all those Taoists and those Confucians, they're just ridiculous." We're not going to speak to them. We're going to like make sure that they don't have access to whatever things we have access to. That would be discrimination. Not baking a cake for someone. That's discrimination. Like I said at the beginning, definitely a different aspect of argumentation that I don't feel I can really get into here. So my being gay, someone else being a lesbian, someone being a trans person, any person being queer of any variation in which they identify in an existential way, is not a way that is comparable to a belief system. One more time, a belief is a way of thinking. Being gay, being straight, being trans, is a way of being And we have just given a label, a word, to identify how that way of being is different than another way of being. It is a way of existing. Being and existing are concurrent. They work together. Belief and faith are not the same as the freedom to exist. And freedom is challenging for many people because it is a fluid act of balance. There's no definitive in allocating packs, packets of freedom to different people. And it's worth looking at the definition of freedom. So the power or right to act, speak or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint, the absence of subjugation to foreign domination or a despotic government, the state of not being imprisoned or enslaved. Now, at the level of this argument at the Supreme Court, and very specific to American society is the concept of liberty. And liberty is not the same as freedom. It's a synonym. Broadly speaking, it's the ability to do as one pleases. Now, we're seeing this play out with the anti-maskers that are like, don't tell me how to be. This is an egotistical response and a disconnection and an absolute polarization of saying, I'm first before everyone else. I'm not responsible for what happens in the rest of the sphere of the humanity that exists in my neighborhood. Fuck you, I don't care. If you get sick from me, too bad. That's entirely selfish. That's entirely egotistical. Again, another issue. But when we're in a state of threat, when we're in a state of stress, when we feel like we're the people that are being subjugated, we lash out. And so I don't know where this idea of of liberty has come come from over the hundreds of years of the United States, did the country feel somehow they were escaping some sort of tyranny and the freedom to do as one pleases was the utmost importance, this freedom from control or oppressive restrictions imposed by authority on one's way of life, behavior, or political views? Thank you, Wikipedia. (laughs) So as I said, there's no no definitive in allocating packets of freedom. Sometimes there will be tensions between who has a certain amount of freedom in one area and who may perceptually have less. But I feel strongly that the tension to exist as a human being, the tension to be treated with the integrity as a human being, far outweighs the freedom to hold a religious belief, a way of thinking that essentially threatens the safety and existence of LGBTQ plus people. I'm saying this again. I feel strongly that the tension to exist far outweighs the freedom to hold a religious belief that essentially threatens the safety and existence of LGBTQ plus people. And to argue that the religious freedom should outweigh LGBTQ rights is an absolute denial of the existential freedoms of LGBTQ people, which is a slippery slope to denying freedoms of other marginalized people, people of color, in creating more prejudice, in creating more racism, in creating more power structures. If you live in the United States, I urge you, to become more informed about this issue, If, if you're not already. I would almost plea with you to stand up, to start a petition, to protest, to make sure you rally your necessary politicians and express your opinion to whatever level of government or organization you need to make this situation clear. That religion is a way of thinking. Beliefs are a way of thinking. Religious beliefs are a way of thinking. Discrimination can absolutely apply against how we treat people in any aspect. So discrimination can apply when somebody prejudices you for how you look, for your weight, or for what you believe in. But that's not an existential issue. For us to evolve in humanity... To express connection and oneness and care and human heartedness, we have to respect the inherent dignity of every human being to exist, of themselves so, as they are, without prejudice or characteristics applied. Everything else after that is a choice, is an aspect of discrimination.